So if you're an organization who's had issues similar to Uber um, and just needs help, you know, or hasn't had issues similar to Uber in terms of sexism, but just doesn't just doesn't know how to get the teams right you know people quit all the time you don't get much attention and all of this kind of jazz or you don't know how to treat women or ethnic minorities or members of the lgbt community um then this is for you Welcome to Lost in the Source. I am your host, Lola. Um, and it's good to be back. Um, this is like five episodes deep now. So it kind of starting to feel a little bit more permanent, like I'm here to stay. Hopefully I am. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. The feedback has been amazing. Um, if you love what we do, definitely tweet us. I say us, it's just me on this podcast. But if you love this podcast or if you enjoy it, um, just tweet at Lost in the Source and let us know. If you don't, tweet us too. Or maybe DM us because that's a little bit more private. Um, and give us suggestions, give me suggestions um, to improve. I just want to make a quick public service announcement as well. My studio is also my bedroom and I live in my mum's house, um, like many millennials. And um, my brother's dog is eating outside my room. So like if you hear like weird noises, it's not me, it's the dog. And I'm not just blaming the dog, it actually is the dog. Um, so yeah, let's get into this episode. Today we're going to be talking about debugging. Um, debugging your code and just how to track bugs down i'm not going to be explaining how to fix code um because obviously bugs are specific to different code bases to different languages etc etc but i'm going to be taking you through through some like general steps to how to track bugs down and find where in your code things are going wrong so let's get into it so what is a bug a bug is basically a bit of code that's not working as you expect it to work or that's broken it's basically a broken bit of code and this break could be anything from a missing comma or an extra comma where there's not supposed to be one or it could be calling the wrong method or a method you are calling isn't um acting the right way or you're calling a method on an object that's not there so an object that's returning nil um ex- like those are the kinds of bugs you can run into like your everyday um every workday kind of situation and there are a few steps you can take to help you track these bugs down um so i'm going to kind of go through each step one by one and hopefully you kind of get what i'm saying and hopefully none of it is too like confusing but the first step is to read your code definitely 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 just try sitting down taking a few deep breaths and just reading the code like character by character and making sure you've got you've not got any spelling mistakes you've not got any um missing commas or extra commas or other punctuation um and things just are consistent your spacing is correct your tabs are correct um 
and just things like that. You're not passing in a variable where you should be passing in a string. You're converting your string. You're converting your variables to strings where you should be. Um, your objects are where they should be and are not empty if they shouldn't be empty. Check for things like this. Now, if you're a complete beginner, you may want to just focus on things like grammar is your is your spelling correct you know um are the words in the right order where you've put them um and things like that if you're more than a beginner then you probably know <laughs> what to do but reading the code very very carefully even taking a step back and coming back to read it will help a lot of the time our brains um fill in the gaps where the gaps are so we miss typos very easily and things like that so yeah read your code and try and trace um where the mistake may be coming from it's a lot easier to do this if you have a rough idea where the bug may be but if you don't have a rough idea where the bug may be and something's just gone wrong in your app and things aren't um, displaying in your app you want to look at the last few things you've changed in the code so Assuming you're using a um, a, a version in, well, the word has just escaped me, but assuming you're using version control, thank you brain, assuming you're using version control, you'll be able to see um, your, you'll be able to track your changes. So what you want to do is look at the last few things that were changed and what was different. So if you had a state where your website or your app was working fine, and then you change something and then it wasn't working, go back to what you changed and just have a look at how that may have affected the whole app or the whole site. So definitely reading your code is number one. And number two is going through your change log. Like what have you changed? Another thing you want to do is Google. I keep saying this and I think I've probably said this on like every single podcast that I've done so far, but Google is your best friend. Like Google is just an amazing resource, lots of questions and lots of answers. So I would recommend, first things first, Google the API docs. Now, if you're using something like um, a language like Ruby, or if you're using a framework like Rails, or if you're using a framework like um, uh, React, um, or you're using a language like JavaScript, there's a lot of content on the internet for you. And part of that content is the API. And what an API basically is, is a list of methods and a list of classes and a list of behaviors that your framework or language um, can do or that you can you know, manipulate it to do. So Ruby have a an API that you can look at and it has basically a whole bunch of methods and a whole bunch of classes and it also explains what those methods and classes do so if you're calling a method in your code um, and it's not behaving how you expect it to behave you would go to the API and just make sure your expectations matches the reality of how it actually does behave and if it does then there are more steps which I'll go through in a minute but if it doesn't then you might want to find a more suitable method or you might want to create your own method and do what you want it to do. Um, Another thing is looking at guides like Rails have a really really good guide on how to use the framework so although um, you can so 
Ruby's language, Rails is the framework and Rails gives you a set of rules on how to do things. And the guide basically tells you how to implement those rules. You don't have to follow those rules. You can do things your own way, but it's definitely better to go with the convention because when things break, um, it's a lot easier to fix down the road. So with the guide, it basically gives you a whole like, it gives you how to set up Rails. It gives you how to like start your first Rails project. It gives you a whole bunch of content on just, um, again, methods you can call, um, how to create specific files and all of this kind of stuff. So the Rails guide would also be a good place to go if you had a bug in your Rails app specifically for rails here um, because you could go there and basically check to see that you are following convention you are following the rules of a rails app and if you're not i would recommend that you start <laughs> and if you are and then you can kind of um more quickly place where things are going wrong so maybe it's your routing maybe your routes aren't matched up perfectly or maybe it's um what else could it be maybe your classes aren't being called correctly you're not inheriting from active record base or something like that right so the guides are a good place um another good thing would be to google your question so think about what's going wrong so um, a typical example would be my page is failing to render and so you would ask a question to google like um, okay this is putting me on the spot because I haven't had to ask a question like this in a long time but you would ask um, a question like um, index page failing to load failing to render in rails and a whole bunch of content will come up on Google and your first few um, results will probably be from a website called Stack Overflow and Stack Overflow is an amazing site that is a forum and it's just a place with a bunch of questions and a bunch of answers and I can bet that anything you're running into someone on Stack Overflow has run into and 15,000 other people have answered it and um, given a good solution. So I would definitely say Google your question and see if an answer from Stack Overflow comes up. The issue with Stack Overflow is though, don't, do not copy and paste Stack Overflow answers into your code and then just send it live because you think it's working. Definitely test Stack Overflow answers. Do not just push up Stack Overflow answers to live because sometimes Stack Overflow answers may be old and become redundant or they're just not the best way to code things. So Stack Overflow is definitely a starting point. And if you find that there, you don't know a better way to do what, Stack, what the answer in Stack Overflow is doing, then that's by all means fine as long as your app is working and you've tested that it works in every possible scenario. So not just the happy path, not just what you expect to happen, but what if someone behaves or does something weird in your app or in your site right you've tested those things um so yeah so google and when you're googling you can google for api docs you can just google something like ruby api and the first hit will probably be what you want or if you're using something like javascript to javascript api although if you're using something like javascript actually um mdn i've mentioned this site before um on an older episode is a really good resource for javascript vanilla javascript and also jquery um and again if you're using something like react react api whatever language you are using google that language and the 
the letters API and something should come up that would be useful to you. Um, also guides, um, the official guides are the best source usually. Um, but also there are some really, really good blogs out there and people who know what they're talking about because they've used the language for like years and years and years or because they created the language. <laughs> so um, guides are definitely good. And Stack Overflow, Stack Overflow is great. Um, and it just, it has a lot of answers to a lot of questions you're probably already trying to ask. Okay, so the next thing I would say is find communities online. Um, I've spoken about LRUG before, the London Ruby Users Group. LRUG is an amazing, amazing network of people who know what they're doing, who know what they're talking about. And if you join the mailing list, what happens is people send in their email in their questions, like, you know, your app is broken and this specific thing in your app is broken. So has anyone else run into this issue? How did they fix it? Or does this issue look familiar? Or does anyone even know what this issue is about or can point me in the right direction to trying to solve it? You can ask those kind of questions on Arawag. And if someone knows what you're talking about, you'll probably get an answer. Um, I usually see questions being answered. I don't usually see questions being ignored. Um, tech questions, at least. I don't see those being ignored. So, I mean, it's specific to Ruby. But I'm sure there are other communities, online communities and forums out there for other languages too. Um, you just have to Google about and try and find them. Um, I would also say GitHub issues. So this is um, if you are using a gem or a plugin or you're contributing to code that's hosted on GitHub, I would definitely recommend going through the issues and searching through issues because if something has if it's something that has broken in the main gem or your gem or plugin or whatever it is you're using from GitHub doesn't um, interact with the code the way you expect it to, it may be the case that it hasn't done that for other people as well. So similar to GitHub, I'm sorry, similar to Stack Overflow people are tracking issues and giving problems and also providing solutions as well so definitely check out github issues if you're using um, a product from github when i say a product not necessarily a product created by github but a product hosted on github another really good way to debug is the rubber duck theory now this has helped me out many a time like i think in the past two weeks I would say 80% of the problems I thought I had have been solved by the rubber duck theory. The rubber duck theory is basically this idea that um, you get a rubber duck and you, you and the rubber duck sit at your desk, at your computer, and you explain your problem to the rubber duck. And as you're explaining the problem, you will, you will sorry, the dog, <laughs> you will reach the answer yourself. So you'll be explaining it and then you'll be like, oh, right, there, that's the issue. Now, this has helped me so much because I don't use a rubber duck. I usually use a human being because they're more accessible. I don't have any rubber ducks. But use a human, talk to yourself um, and just like explain what the issue is. And as you're explaining what the issue is, you will more than likely come to the solution yourself. If you don't come to the solution yourself, then try one of the other um methods I said earlier but definitely try the rubber duck theory because a lot of the time like it just takes us saying it out loud and thinking it through because as you say it out loud you have to think about what you're saying so 
yeah, definitely try the rubber duck theory. So from the top, we have read your code, trace your code through changes, um, Google for docs, Google for, sorry, for API docs, Google for guides, um, Google questions and check out Stack Overflow. Um, try an online forum or community such as um, LRUG, the London Ruby Users Group or GitHub Issues and try the rubber duck theory. So try those things. And if none of those things work, I would just definitely recommend asking someone. That's like the best thing you can do as well. Just ask someone. If you do not know anyone else who codes or who develops, Twitter is a great resource of developers. Follow me <laughs> um, and follow. If you follow me and just check out who I'm following or who's following me, you'll find a bunch of developers in there. I don't know if anyone has seen the um, Uber. Uber's going through a lot at the moment. And so I thought I'd give them some tips and other organizations some tips on how to debug their teams. So if you're an organization who's had issues similar to Uber um, and just needs help, you know, or hasn't had issues similar to Uber in terms of sexism, but just doesn't just doesn't know how to get the teams right you know people quit all the time you don't get much attention and all of this kind of jazz or you don't know how to treat women or ethnic minorities or members of the lgbt community um then this is for you so debugging teams first things first don't hire jerks i think that's like the most important thing no matter how good a person is at their job if they are a jerk and when I say jerk, I don't just mean someone who's annoying. I mean, someone who's like sexist or, you know, racist. Those are the kinds of people you shouldn't have on your team. Why? Because it will bring your company into disrepute. Like people are going to look at your company and be like, oh, that's the company who hires racists. That's the company who hires sexists and misogynists. Um, I don't want to give them my money. And then you get poor and broke and you go out of business. So don't hire jerks. Also have a clear and strict code of conduct. Like how should people behave at work? I'm not sure. I mean, you hope people know how to behave at work because you'd hope people know how to behave in public, but apparently that's not the case. So have a clear and strict code of conduct. Have a proper reporting and escalation process. Like if something goes wrong, how do people, how does your company handle that? Like where do, where can people go to feel safe if they feel they're in trouble or in danger, if they feel they're being abused? Where can they go? Who de- who can they report to? And is that person trustworthy? Is the, Will that person go through the proper channels and do things properly? Or will that person just think, oh crap, we just need to shut this person up? Um, have that which brings me on to whistleblowing like have a proper whistleblowing procedure in the UK the law will protect you in certain circumstances but not all circumstances so definitely find out what the law is on that because I'm not a lawyer so I'm not even going to pretend like I know but there are certain circumstances where the law will protect you but the comp your company the company should also have some kind of procedure for whistleblowing um so that you are protected um Also, I mean, have like proper 
like care for your employees like do they have um, line managers who are approachable or do they have a buddy system or is there like a one-to-one kind of situation where they're constantly being checked on make sure everything's okay make sure they're protected and just feel safe like we spend most of our time at work we should feel safe in our own workspace we shouldn't have to feel like going to work is going to be a danger to us we're going to go to work and we're going to have to worry about that creepy guy who's sending us you know lewd messages over slack and stuff like that it's just really really frustrating um hearing these stories of these women especially at a company like uber where you would expect that they would have proper protocol um and with so much money behind them and such um big fame and you know notoriety that's not that word but you know what I mean like they're notorious um so like you would expect that you know women wouldn't have to go to work and feel unsafe in their own workspaces um and then you know you wonder why women don't stay in the industry for so long and you wonder why they're quick to leave and why they hate it so much well duh like they're treating them like crap or treating us like crap so I just yeah things like this really frustrate me and I think it's important to have HR that does care about the company but also cares about the workers I think um I heard it best last year when I heard someone give a talk about how they got fired from GitHub and he basically said you know the HR is there to protect the company which I think is true and I think is valid but I think if HR were doing their job properly in protecting the company that also looks like protecting their employees and that looks like making sure their employees are safe because if your employees are safe your company will most likely be safe like if your employees feel safe they'll be more productive they'll get on with the work and you have a banging product if your employees feel like they're in danger and harm then the uh, the um, work environment just becomes unproductive number one and also becomes really dangerous and if your idea of protecting your company is getting rid of the people who are um feeling unsafe and getting rid of the people who are being abused then that's the wrong approach that is definitely the wrong approach um so yeah that's just my two pence on how to debug your team um if you have any questions about that hit me up on twitter definitely but yeah guys i think that's pretty much it for this episode um i hope you enjoyed just some quick announcements so i have started another podcast with my friend derek you can follow him at backslash baker and it's called the backslash podcast and we'll basically be talking about tech but not coding tech well maybe coding tech but more kind of like the tech gadgets and like internet of things and security and um latest phones and laptops and tablets and that kind of tech um because we're both geeks and both neaky like that so we're gonna be doing that um the first episode episode zero is out so you definitely check that out at backslash pod on um twitter at backslash pod on twitter um the link will be in the description so you can check that out but yeah share this with your friends um definitely tell people about lost in the source you can follow us on twitter at lost in the source you can follow black girl tech on twitter at black girl tech and you can follow me on twitter at lola odelola um the link of all of those will be down below but yeah thanks guys